How you doing everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media once again with another brand new episode for the new season, season three of the Ski Rex Media podcast. How you doing out there everybody? How is the summer going for you or the end of summer since we are in August pushing into September? We're recording in August. Many of these episodes will be out in September. Um, for today's episode, we're going to talk to Tom Thrash, a new, um, someone from the Northeast here who has seen many, many ski places throughout the country as well as we come to find out, um, national park sites and like even ballparks and things like this. Very interesting. A lot of stories, a lot of insight. Um, we talked to him and that's a lot of fun and I do hope you enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Um, recording it as did Tom, um, before we get into it, before I start that part of the video, um, notice the little scrolling ticker at the bottom of the screen if you are watching the video version here on YouTube. Um, but if you're not and you're just listening to the audio only, that's fine because I'm plugging the Ski Rex Media Merch Shop. Um, check that out if you want to show off some uh, Ski Rex merch, which you see me wearing shirts. You see some of the guests wearing shirts. There's hats, a couple other things. There might be some new things coming along. Plus, I got to add some hoodies and cold weather stuff as the... um fall and winter get here and the temperature finally drops um so check that out ski rex media and you can find links to that in the description and at ski and the usual places like the um social media um pages on facebook twitter and instagram you can find links to all that stuff and remember if you are listening to the audio version in the car don't check those links until you've pulled over or gotten to where you're going drive safe please thank you all right so and one more thing please subscribe or follow to the podcast or the social medias and the social medias um if you wouldn't mind and then rate it um wherever you see it you know click the stars or leave a review or whatever whatever's there if you if you wouldn't mind please i would appreciate that uh follow subscribe and rate and then enjoy or enjoy first and then do all that stuff so let's get into it with tom here and talk about skiing across the country and in canada and in europe it's, I, I really enjoyed this one i think you will too enjoy and um we'll see you at the end so for our third, what will be our third, since we're recording now and it plays in a few weeks, third episode of the Ski Rex Media Podcast, we have Tom Thrash, who has seen more of New England's ski areas than I have, which isn't hard. Believe me, I'm not going to try and pat myself on the back like I'm super New England skier, like I know anything or everything, um, but I've been around. Um, so Tom, how you doing, man? Good, good, Tim. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is fun. I've done a few podcasts over the last year, and sure. I've talked baseball stadiums, national park travel, but I have not mentioned the S word. So I'm really excited yeah. to talk uh, <laughs> you know, with you. So it should be fun. Actually, that was kind of amazing. I saw your um your your Instagram story today, and you you mentioned you were at national park site like 190. Yeah, and I was like, damn, this dude just keeps moving. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Go ahead, man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, me and my, my a good friend of mine, right? I'll, I'll mention him as we're talking about skiing, Larry. Um, he's a lot of the guys my age went skiing, like in college. I never picked it up, but um, they kind of all got married, settled down, stuff. I never that never happened to me. So you know, I just started skiing on my own. And as their kids got a little older, they can get away from the house. We saw us start skiing somewhat again, once or twice a year. I get out with them. Now I ski 
I don't know, maybe I'm slowing down just a little bit, but I, I was averaging like 12 to 15 days a year. Um, obviously, last year was kind of a wash. I did uh, four days. But anyway, yeah, so when I'm not skiing, I'm visiting ballparks. I'm visiting national parks. And this weekend, um, me and my me and Larry wanted to go and see um, you know, a ball game. We wanted to see the postdocs that had just moved up from uh, Worcester. And, I mean, sorry, I'm from Tucket to Worcester. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, as long as we're going up here, let's go. Oh, the Red Sox are home. Yeah, I haven't been to Fenway in 30 years, so let's do that. And I'm like, you know what? As long as I'm here, there's a few national park sites I, I need in Boston. So, uh, yeah, they went to the, over by the Naval Academy, so, you know, saw the USS Congre- uh, Constitution. And, yeah, it's a national park site. So it was my, uh, my 190th of them. Uh, so, yeah, almost wow. halfway there. But <laughs> wow. still a way to go. It is a long way to go, but that's still impressive. Like I saw that and I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about, you know, we're going to talk about skiing and how, how many places you've been to and that it's it, it more than six or seven times what I've been to. Um, and I've been skiing since I was like 12 and I have, you know, I've, I haven't been very, very many places, but I saw that 190. I was like, I think I have 10 or less. And then I was like, no, I have like five or less. <laughs> it's, you know, say again. Marsh Billings in uh, Vermont. Yep, I've been to Marsh Billings. I've okay. been to St. Gaudens over here in New Hampshire. A lot of people don't know, and yeah, here in the area, I think that's that's a really cool little uh, park up there. That place is really cool. It was this this the fact that it was small surprised me. I expected something about the size of Marsh Billings, which that's not too big either. Right, um, Aphrodite and Lincoln, and it's like, man, yeah, what what, what was going on up here? So I yeah, and, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, St. God Ends is great, you know, but I've been to like places like Gettysburg. I've been to uh, mm-hmm. the, the statue, Death Valley, places like this going out west. And as you move from east to west, it's a whole different vibe to what the National Park Service runs, I think. Yep. And a great little parallel with the skiing. I mean, some of the ski areas in Vermont, New Hampshire, some, I've been to a lot of those the small mountains over there, just kind of like some of the National Park sites, the small, small than city areas compared to the, yeah, the Yellowstones and the Yosemites or whatever you have out there. So um yeah, um, yeah. So it keeps me busy all year long. Um, sometimes, like a lot of times, I combine trips and do different things. Like I'll do a ball game in a national park site. I've done football games with skiing. So when I went to uh, when I broke the ice to get back out west, I needed to get to a Bronco game, and I'm like, eh, if I go in December, you know, Breckenridge, Vail, they're all out there. So maybe I can make a weekend out of it. And the, the schedule gods complied. There was a Thursday night game. Went to the game. Friday morning, I was on shuttle to uh, Breck. <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah, so just keep that, trying to see different things in different, uh, you know, subject areas and stuff. And it works for me. That, that's the way to do it if you can multitask. If you can get it all in at once yeah. and really make the like the trip really worth it. Like, I mean, if I don't tell anybody how to do it. You know, if you do mm-hmm. one thing, if you fly or drive or whatever, do your thing, you know. But if you can knock out a ton of stuff all at once, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, speaking of your numbers, okay. um, and we'll go into skiing right now since we that's why we're here. And, uh, you know, we've both said the word like six times now. Um, your total mountain count. Now, when you told me that, my eyes were pretty wide. Like you told me your mountain count, your state count, and the country count. So right. go ahead and throw those out there. Okay. Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't, the ski count is 63. Yeah. It was like 15 states where I've skied, and I've skied um, – I skied once in um, in Austria, and then I skied up in Whistler, uh, British Columbia. Everything mm-hmm. else has been the United States. Yeah, well, I that's been up to Quebec, but you know, I've been all over New England. I've been out west to a half a dozen places, but yeah, sixty three. 
well, 63, man. Like I said, I've been doing this for a while and mm-hmm. I nowhere near that. And I don't think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people stick to their home place. They maybe travel within the state or like New Englanders will, you know, throw down the money for a plane ticket, head to Denver and then head up I-70 to wherever. Right. Um, and then come back in the Rockies or maybe Whistler because Whistler is just massive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say... I've always said you can have an adventure just by crossing your backyard and get to know your backyard. And for you and I, that's the United States. Um, but um, New England is very much my backyard. I've grown up here, lived here most of my life um, in Vermont. Um, 63. Now, you said you've done the big ones and the small ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So uh, once I started getting back into skiing and I, we did Whistler at the turn of the century, you know, um, right before. A few years before it was the Olympics were out there. And then the next year we went to, I think, Jay. We went to Killington one year. And then some of the families settled on Stowe. I love Stowe. I love the Stowe Village. Um, I love my friends and my friends' families. But when we're up there for a week, and it's always presence week, it's always like the most expensive week to go up there. A lot of times I find myself like just disappearing for a day. Like I on the way up, I'd stop at, um, uh, not at Atash, what's the ones in Southern Vermont that I'm thinking of? Um, I, I just go to bit, visit different mountains along the way, or just say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to start the, the trip over here." I've started as far away as Sugarloaf. Like, all right, okay, Saturday to Monday, I'm going to be at Sugarloaf, and then I'll join you guys on Tuesday, and I'll see you at Stowe. Or I'll go to Jay for a day. I'll go to uh, um, Smugs for a day. I'll go to uh, Sugar Sugarbush, and then you know, come back and ski or have dinner with my friends and stuff, and the friends and their kids. So that's how I got to like more and more of the places, in, especially in northern Vermont. Um, that, and I got, went over to Canyon once or twice because before I went to skiing, I was doing cross country. And there's some areas in northern New Hampshire and in, and in, uh, in Sugarloaf, I'm sorry, Sugarloaf that I really like for cross country skiing. So I kind of circled back to, to some of them. Sure. Uh, Canyon is one of my favorites. I, you know, that was when I was just starting to really feel good and comfortable on skis. And I, that avalanche trail that they have over there was one of my early favorites. One of those yeah. ones I just looked down and I'm like, oh man, that's, that's steep. But, <laughs> I, and I, like, I knew I could do it, and and I did. I just you know kind of sailed down and looked up. Like holy smoke, man! That was a That's that was awesome. a quick fun ride, and yeah, just went right back up to it. So yeah, and so I go back to Stowe, and then all of a sudden, it's like three or four years later, I'm like I really had a good time over at Canada. I got to get back there again. So yeah, I go back, and while I'm there, maybe hit um, Wildcat or you know or whatever else. I don't want to just start randomly mentioning mounds, but you know there was just a, a bunch of them. And yeah, you know after 15, 20 years, some of those numbers add up. I've always had the ambition of getting to like at least one new mountain um, and also trying to get to like a smaller local mountain, like mountains that nobody in, in the New York metro area is going to talk about. Um, right. Suicide Six or the... Uh, oh, the Suicide Six. Yes. Yeah, um, what's one in Keechi? Like the little, the little ski house over there. Yeah, the little Keechi club over there. And then I was like, yeah. oh, I think I have all the Vermont mountains. And I look, oh, no, I need two or three. So I'm like, all right, let me just yeah. pick these up over the coming years. Middlebury School Bowl and... You know, um, that's awesome. I love Suicide Six. Um, mm-hmm. I was I went there for the first time this past season. Loved it. I actually went to Queechee Club the uh, this past Queechee. season as well for the first time. But they're both like Suicide Six twenty minutes from me. Queechee's really? ten minutes from me. I I live right near White River Junction, so I'm right there. Um, all great places and the small places I do love. And since you mentioned a couple of them, like JP, like Cannon, uh, some of our other guys, like Tech Rob, whom you know who that is. Um, he loves Canon. He went there last uh, season. Um, Suicide Six. These are all Indy Pass mountains. Now you were doing it before it came out. 
and I love that because there were play, like Suicide Six when I was a kid and a teenager. By the time I had my own driver's license and could travel, um, I had heard about it, but I never took the time to come up here. You know, I, I was always at Mount Snow. I worked at Mount Snow during the American Skiing Company day. So it was always Mount Snow, Haystack, Killington. I didn't have to pay for it. So that's where I was for like three years. Um, what do you think? Do you, do you pick up Indie Pass? Do you go Epic Icon? Doesn't matter. I, um, I picked up Indie Pass last year because, you know, with not with COVID and not knowing how much I'd be able to ski, it was like, I think 200 or 240. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to lose that. But at the same time, it, that's wouldn't be the worst. Like I wouldn't want to spend like 800 or 900 for, you know, one of the bigger passes and then be stuck sure. with it, even if they were sure. rebates or something next year. So even with the Indy pass, it, they were like, if you don't ski this many days, you'll get 20% back. If you, you ski like one or two days, you'll get 40% back. So I'm like, all right, this all sounds fair and reasonable. Yeah, totally. But I didn't want to ski any of the big resorts. I didn't want to go to Stowe this year. I didn't want to go to Killington or, you know, even White Face or any, any of the mountains that I really like, but I didn't want to go any place that would be crowded. And yeah. I'm looking at the past, the mountains on there, and some of them are in, in New York. I'm like, yeah, I have the map behind me, but I, I, I think I've seen their name, but I just never thought about them before. And Swain and uh, yep, uh, what's one up there? The uh, just, uh, just look at it here. Um, oh. Snow Ridge, I got to, and then Greek Peak was another one that was always kind of on my radar, but never did. But you know, it's on the Indie Pass, so yeah, I've made weekends, not weekends. I was you know going like on Fridays to ski instead of Saturdays and Sundays, and. Yeah, so this year I was like, oh yeah, I definitely got to try it, and sure. yeah, maybe things will open up more. And then I, I like magic, I like Jay, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for Indy Pass. I've had, yeah. I rotated all of them, but Indy was, Indy's a nice little pass, and will definitely get me some places. I, I love indie, man. Uh, I've, I've, I've said it a million times. I love it. I've gone to places I wouldn't even consider going in the past and even like you mentioned there's the one in new york i can't remember which one is which geographically it's the one that's north of like um Norwich? utica yeah that one i used to go i volunteered at a, at a summer camp out in yeah. town called branningham that's near there okay. and I, that was in 1997 8 9 2000 yeah. and I, that mountain got added i'm like i didn't even know that was there I've mm -hmm. been there and I didn't know it was there. That's the beauty of the Indy Pass is the, all these new places. And a lot yeah. of people say that, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of us never took the time to appreciate the smaller independent places, except for the ones you might have heard of, like Bolton Valley. That has a huge mm -hmm. following. You know, it's got the Delorier family name tag to it. So that has a huge following. But like Suicide Six and um, like right. in New Hampshire, Pat's Peak, Black Mountain, these places. Yeah. No, I mean, people down here in New York, we're going to go up to Stratton, you know, we'll go up to Killington, but I'm sure the ones in between, no, I think those miles get overlooked by us. Yeah, it, it's awesome. And um, yeah, they, there's a few good ones, uh, which there's the one Catamounts down there on Indy Pass, but there's another yeah. one, isn't there, in the Catskills area? Um, is uh, Wyndham on that? I don't think. No, oh, I, I can't know, remember. I don't remember what's on it, what else is on it. Uh, the closest I can't one remember. is uh, Catamount, and then... Um, Oh, Berkshire East is on that. I haven't been to Berkshire East, so that, that one. I love that place. Yeah, I could see checking out for sure. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't been there yet, but um, it's on the list. Um, nice. I have one is Wildcat on there or is Black Mountain on there? Uh, Black Mountain. Black Mountain and uh, Waterville. Water, and yeah, Waterville. I like Waterville, too. Yep. That was a fun mountain. Oh, people love Waterville Valley, man. Um, yeah. I've hear oh, I always hear great things. In fact, yeah. when it got added to Indy Pass last season, I I almost heard it out the window. People, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like they love it. Like they had the the training area right at the bottom of the mountain, so that was kind of you know 
you had to slow down when you were halfway down the mountain and they would mm -hmm. moving that off. And I'm like, oh, when you do that, that, that was like the one fault I, you know, thought, you know, just like, come on, get the kids out of the way. You'll get the you know, yeah. experience. Not that I'm, I'm great by any means, but I do like, you know, a little clearance. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I, believe me, I understand. I understand. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Indie Pass is great, especially here in New England. But then all the passes, except for Mountain Collective, are great here in New England. Like, we have. Right. Tons of yeah. stuff you could play with. Yeah, I, I rotated. I mean, when I went out to Breckenridge, I was 2013, and I got like a, I forgot how many day passed, but it was only a couple hundred dollars. It wasn't the full blown one, but it made Breckenridge, you know, affordable. I, I forgot what the walk up price was back then, it was maybe like 120, 130, which is more than I had ever seen for a lift ticket. Oh, and yeah. Being, you know, just brought it down to like that for two or three days, which was great. And then I went to Mountain Collective. Then I went to the uh, Icon. I think whatever it was called before that. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, no, right. And then Epic, and then <laughs> Icon, then Epic, and then yeah. That, that now we're up to the indie one, which I'm doing for the second year. Sure, sure. And me too. Like I'm all about indie. Yeah. Um, you said you've been to Austria and you've been to Whistler. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine uh, in, in British Columbia. Not that I know much about West Coast skiing. I don't. I've, I've only skied New England and the Mid-Atlantic, um, which includes big snow. If you haven't checked out the indoor place, I suggest that. That's really kind of cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. People pick on it and make fun of it. I don't know why. I think it's cool. Um, I say do it. But is, <laughs> is skiing Canada and skiing Austria different than skiing U.S.? Like, I imagine Whistler's got to be similar because Canada, yeah. U.S. Um, are basically um, the same. very uh, it was very similar. I mean, yeah, there was not much uh, different other than the signs or, you know, metric. Um, I don't remember any other difference other than it was like the biggest mountain, biggest vertical that I could you can imagine skiing, but there's no real big, you know, like at Breckenridge, you're 12, 14,000 feet above sea level at the peaks. And it, yeah, man. the the altitude got to me. You don't have that at all in Whistler. It was just great. The first year we went, um, it was the, the year 2000. So, you know, we're going the first week of the year and we're thinking, all right, Y2K, what's going to happen with all the computers? We're flying out like the <laughs> third day of the year. This, this was a dumb idea, but everything worked out perfectly. And, and when I say perfect, I mean, it was like six to 10 inches of new snow every single morning. So we thought it was always like that. So wow. it just could not have given me a better first impression. The next year it was more average and there was a little rain mixed in, a little more icing and stuff like that. It was just a little more. A little more average, but you know, we we also knew both mountains a little bit better, so it was still a fun time. But that's yeah, that awesome. time it just could not have been better. Austria, yeah, that's what you see. You know, you talk, you hear things like with lift lines and just people kind of funneled toward the gate, and it's every almost like a free for all. You know, I, I wasn't crazy about that. I, I should also say I learned to ski because I already had the plan to go to Europe, and there was just like no way I was going to step foot in Switzerland, Austria in March and not check out the Alps. Right? I mean, it's just sure. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I learned in another mountain I, I heard you mention before, Whaleback. Yeah. Um, from my ski, you know, from my cross country skiing, I had driven by that on 93. And I'm like, oh, that, that'd be a good place to learn. I can't get into too much trouble there. I had a little come out, you know, kid, not kid, but, you know, high school, college could come out, turned into a private lesson because nobody else had showed up. And it, it great. I got really comfortable on it. A couple of weeks later, one of my friends that I worked with, we went up to Stowe, took another lesson. And by that point, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for you know austria i, I still yeah. wasn't but um you know it was just <laughs> awful uh you know the weird lift, the, you know it, it was the uh, tow rope things you know even to get up to the summit which i just was not you know equipped to do or prepared to do and um you know i ended up taking like just easy you know uh green trails just to get you know, to get down without killing me but it, i totally, felt like totally. I down the mountain for like a, you know a half hour it just was just 
a massive, massive mountain. Absolutely beautiful. So fun experience, but I wish I would have waited five years and, until I felt more comfortable with the scheme. But I was there. And that's that, that That's actually interesting you, you say that because you, you hear things. Like I've talked to people from the United States who have skied in several in the Alps, whether it be Austria, Italy, France, mm -hmm. I, you know, or the big, you know, I've known people who have gone to Chamonix and things like this. Um, and uh, Scandinavian places and it's all different. Every region's different. The United States, I mean, geez, if you ski the Sierras versus New England, it's different. And and I've known European skiers and it, it, it's amazing how you none of them have ever admitted. Maybe I should have waited a little while before going for it. So oh, I respect yeah. that. I totally respect that because uh -huh. I'm not great. I've I've openly admitted I love it, but I'm not good at it. Right. Like. I'm okay, you know. I don't. I'm sad. I felt I got I got to the point. Where I, got, I felt like I could get down anything. It wouldn't be pretty, but you know, if I was in yeah. trouble at the top and got stuck, I wouldn't be stuck there overnight because I could work my way down. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That, that's how I was once, but um, or twice, but um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't bet money that I have. But yeah, no, yeah, solid intermediate, and I'm happy with that. That's fine, man. Yeah. I always say you don't have to be the best. Just have fun. No. Just have a good yeah. day. Um, so. You said you try to do as much as you can. It wasn't initially a goal to just try and hit everything, was it? No, I think my first goal with skiing was to get to one mountain, at least in the uh, Northeast. So, you know, like I had Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. I've skied in Connecticut and Massachusetts and New York, of course. I ended up skiing in New Jersey with a friend. And then all of a sudden I was like, all right, Connecticut. Um, and then there was Rhode Island was, you know, kind of sticking out there. And I, there's one little mountain over there, Yago or Yogo or whatever, like a little yep. tree. And I had a, a blast. It was a fun little, you know, again, little tow road thing, but I had a good time when I went. I had gotten down to West Virginia. Uh, oh, I had to go to, I'm sorry. I had to go down to Virginia, which is where my office is uh, in December. So I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I had the, I don't know what pass it was on at the time. I think it was on Epic and Snowshoe was on it. So I've always wanted to check that out. Okay. Yeah, uh, totally. Pennsylvania, I've been, that, that was one of the places where I tried to ski early and couldn't. And then I think I went back for uh, Elk, which is another great you know mountain that you don't get to talk about too much. I, so like, I haven't skied Maryland yet. I haven't skied the Carolinas yet. I haven't skied Ohio or the, any place in the Midwest. But yeah, one of the things I was doing was tallying up. Like Any state that has like a reasonable um size mountain i want to try and, and ski at least one mountain there so you know you look the whole like north dakota has little mountains i'm not really interested in i know you can't see it on the camera but um like washington state idaho i haven't skied yet when i went to um colorado and then the next trip out west was to big sky i'm like right, colorado and montana so or, you know it's wyoming or jackson hole who doesn't want yep. to ski jackson hole so I, I got that one under my belt um heavenly was you know and one of my favorites I thought I'd get California and Nevada checked off for that, but I only got to skip the California side. Uh, um, but yeah, they, they were, that was what a bit might have been the best ski trip of all time, but there were wind holes and just not, you know, just um, the gondola was closed all week. I don't know if it was just safe for weekends or something, but yeah. But anyway, I had a really good time there, but yeah, I still need Nevada, Oregon, Washington state. So I'm thinking like I want to get as many kind of states like that um i know georgia has a little ski mountain and you know not to knock it or anything but it's just not something i would and you know invest my time you know valuable ski time and making a trip down sure. there but um yeah M michigan wisconsin minnesota like yeah def definitely 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 I, you know i love national parks ohio has a, a national park that has two little ski resorts brandywine and boston mills oh um, 
I've yeah. heard of those. I didn't know they were in like Cuyahoga a national Valley. park area. I can never pronounce Kuya Oga Valley National Park. I think it is. Or uh, I'm in Schemo National Park. But being <laughs> in a national park is to me is so cool. And yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's not a very big mountain. It's just outside of Cleveland. I'm sure it's a great mountain for folks in Cleveland. It's a half hour, hour away, whatever. Mm. Um, I definitely you know want to ski that just for the novelty of it. But yeah, so. Kind of that, that's kind of my thinking. And the other one was I I wanted to ski every mountain over two thousand feet in, in New England. So like that that helped me get to places like Burke and sure. um, you know Sunday River Sugarloaf. Um, I saddle back. I'll, I'll be doing for sure this year. That's like and that's oh, also yeah. on Indy. So, yep. Uh, yep. So the two thousand footers, and then when I had all the more I did, I want to get down to like all right the fifteen hundred footers, and that got me to places like Ragged and uh, again I'm just throwing mountain names out there, but sure. yeah. Just, just different mountains and and uh, all over the state uh, or all, all over the Northeast. And that's how the number climbed up to 40 to 50 and now at 63. That's awesome. And that, that's, that's a lot of travel, which is great. I've, I've been wanting to do the same thing. I've been talking about the, since I used Indy last year, this will be the third year they've been around. I'm going to be my second year. And I thought, man, wouldn't it be fun to jump in a car, start at Saddleback and work all the way down to over Gatlinburg down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That would be fun, um, but you're right. There's there's going to be some places that might not make the cut. Um, I didn't, even though I lived in Las Vegas for a year and a half, I didn't do any skiing out there, and that includes Lee Canyon, which for me, like you mentioned, the, the altitude getting to you, altitude kicks me right in the backside every time, um, and not nearly as high as some people. Like I have friends who get to 10,000, 11, 12, and they're fine. I, I hit eight, and I'm starting to slow down. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. It's easy. It's when you have to like get you know like just ski over a little bit on a flat area to a lift or something, or you know away from the ski resort. And you're like, and all of a sudden, like, wait, there's no air here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you really notice it. Um, when yeah. I was out there, I was fine. I think that how the summit was there. I think it was in like the nine thousand, ten thousand foot range. The only thing bought that bought me there was at the hotel, walking up um, like four flights of stairs. And when I got up, okay. I was really winded. Breckenridge. Wipe me out, almost cost me a full day of skiing. Big Sky, no problem. Jackson Hole, you know, no problem. But nice. yeah, Bre- so Breckenridge for sure. Um, other than that, um, I, like I was aware of it, but not really, uh, you know, prevent prevented me from doing anything. Yeah, that's good though. Like, cause like I I know I noticed it hiking up there. I, like I got the full on altitude sickness. Like I was almost it was almost gross. I'll say that. And um, you that know, so really- I I. When I found that out, I've tended to shy away from making my trips out there. But again, you do what you can do. Um, and I say that to everybody, you know, or you or you plan around it. You know, people say when you go out to like Vail or Aspen, you know, fly into Denver, spend a couple days in Denver, then go. Um, it'll help. I went to the football game. That was part. I'm like, I did that. I, I, I had a day here. And then my first day at Breckenridge, everything was kind of going OK until the end of the day. And then it just kind of hit me at the end of the day. Um it, you know, I don't know if I didn't drink enough water. The next morning, I would I, I went to sleep at like six o'clock for a nap, and I didn't wake up till like midnight. And then I just slept the rest of the night. I woke up in the morning and just was out of it. I went down for breakfast, and they like don't drink coffee. I'm like, I don't care. I want coffee anyway. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I some water, and like this, I can't believe this. I'm in, I'm here for two more days. I can't believe I might have ruined the trip. Um, so I stepped outside and just took a deep breath, and I was fine. I mean, it just yeah. snapped out of it that quickly, and I wow. didn't have a problem the rest of the trip i don't know if it was in my head or just like you know that's you have to get acclimated it takes like 24 hours or something i don't know 
something like that. Yeah, it's different for everybody. It's a weird thing. And it's a weird feeling. I explain it to people and they're like, I've never had it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. if you don't, that's great. If not, that's great too. But it, it's a weird, it's an odd thing. It really is. It's an yeah. odd feeling. What you said before was spot on. Uh, you have 8,000, maybe 9,000. You know, people have like different levels where it gets them. So yeah, totally. You find out where that is for you and just, you know, get in shape, take it easy that first day or two, and then you should be fine. Yeah, it, it is. It, I mean, if you're going to go big, you got to learn. Yeah. If like if you go to South America where things are really big and, mm-hmm. you know, base lodges are at 10,000 feet down there. And I'm like, all right, I'm, yeah. out. I'm, done. I'm not <laughs> trying that. Well, yeah. I'm good. So let me ask you this. You, you you talk about knowing Ray Alba. You've talked to him a few times. Did you ski with the family? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, I skied with Ray. um Gotta be ten years ago already. I met him and the family at one of the little mountains near me, Thunder Ridge uh, in Putnam County, or just in the Lower Hudson Valley here or Mid Hudson Valley. So sure, sure. There and then we went to Hunter once or twice, and then yeah, I started seeing him in mine every year or two. Um, maybe a half dozen times, ski with him at Pico a bunch of times. Um, yeah, so I ski with Ray, I ski with the whole family, definitely. Awesome. Yeah. See, I. They, they're they're well known here. Any fan of theirs is a fan of mine. I'm a big fan of theirs, and they know that. Um, talk to them on the phone. We tried to meet up a couple times, but it got blown. You know, once they were actually in my town on Thanksgiving, but it was Thanksgiving, so I was already doing stuff. And then sure. they were at Pico one evening. I'm like, yeah, I'll come. And then I look out the window, and it's just coming down. And I'm like, I can't drive in this. It, it was it was that bad. Um, normally back when I was younger, I wouldn't have chickened out from it, but it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a grown up. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't messing around. Um, so you, have you made it into their films? I've watched a lot of their films that I can't yeah. remember. Um, I've been in yeah, little, little clips I've done, you know, I think the most famous thing I did with them was, um, the, you know, Nevada has her chairlift snack uh, pieces. That I remember. Yes. Yeah, the, the, now the, I remember. I got, yeah. The donut thing. Um, right. So that. That and I, yeah, I did one weather report for them early on. They don't do that anymore. And yeah, there's a few clips of me here and there, but awesome. I don't see as well as the, the family does. I mean, the, the two kids just blow me out of the water. You know, oh my God, those blow kids. me out of the water since he was about 10, and then now Nevada's, you know, <laughs> long past me. Yeah, no, those kids, I've seen them ski on the vids, and I'm like, I can't do that anymore. I'm, I'm out. That's, that's kind of awesome, though, because they, they do films. I feel one of the reasons I push them and one of the reasons I like them, it's not, and I'm not downing Warren Miller Entertainment. I'm not downing Level One or my favorite Nimbus Independent or Poor Boy or Matchstick or any of these guys, but they do sometimes from year to year get in the rut of jump, talk, jump, talk, jump, talk, jump, talk. We get it. Um, (laughs) The family film that's more street level as i've been saying with people like you me you know just just regular folks that's awesome to me yeah. i think that's great yeah i i think they're gonna like the kids are really like it well i don't they're teenagers now i don't know if kids are right word, but i think like in 10 20 years they'll look at some of these videos and like oh you know this stuff is so cool we're so lucky to have this so yeah that that's awesome man and that, that is great um let's see what else i got on my list oh yeah here's one because you have so many and this is something we were talking about last night. I was talking to Tech Rob and Scooter about how something I've always said is that ski, at least in skiing, I'll keep it in the context of skiing, is it's for to use the word best, it's just too subjective a thing. You can't, anybody tells me best, I say, what makes it the best? And I'm like, well, you just told me what you like about it. So it's your favorite, sure. you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you, yeah, I'm not going to ask you what you think the best is, but. 
Where's your favorite place to go? I do like Stowe, and it's like you said. I mean, it's first of all, I love the mountains. They have two separate mountains. Um, they have the, you know, the, the, the res- more of the resort style on one side. They have the you know the lessons that are given out on one side. They have some really nice tra- trails over there on the spruce side. And then Stowe is where they have the gondola. They have the high speed quad, and um, they have some of the terrain parks and everything. And yeah, and just some really long rooms, which is what I like. And I've been on like three of the four um, front four. I haven't been on Goat. <laughs> or I think I made a U-turn on it or something like that. But nice. you know, like I, you know, so I, I like I, I can I ski just about every trail on the mountain. There's probably like three or four, unless I've cut new things and that I don't know about. But just a, a great mountain with lots of lifts. I never find myself waiting on long lift lines. Like, oh, there's a lift line here. I'll just go over here and you know, oh, it's double it, but it's a little slow. I don't care if it's a slow lift if I just can ski right up and then just you know relax for like fifteen minutes on a, on a two, you know trail lift. You know, look at the yeah. beautiful scenery. Um, and on top of that, it just, the whole Stowe Village is what kind of makes a trip for us. Um, you know, you get days where it's too cold or something, you know, that there are other things to do in the village. There's several breweries right in town. Um, when my, my friends go, they like to bowl, um, you know, if we're there in the winter, you know, the, you know, December and January, especially the, you know, just watching football games on the Sunday afternoon, you know, and just, you know, walking around to different restaurants. Some of the, the pizza place up there is just phenomenal. So just, yeah, it, that is certainly one of my favorites. Um, yeah, but what you're saying before about saying something is the best, uh, I, it, it's difficult because I, I, if you would have asked me about Sugar Bush five years ago, I would have said, yeah, you know, I, I went there, it was okay. But when I went, it was just a lousy weather day. And that's an awful way, bad way to rain a mountain because you were there on the, on the wrong day. You go on a powder day or a bluebird day and it's a totally different mountain. That, that was the last mountain I skied before the pandemic. And it was just, I, I, whatever pass that was, I had list back then but you know ski i think two different weekends there and two days in a row or i, I think it did sugar bush jay sugar but to be more accurate and sure. both days were just you know just really nice uh, days on the mountain and that cross mountain uh chairlift i had that was what the coldest i ever was it was a that day it was rainy it was like 20 degrees my jacket was soaked i was in the field position on the chair because it had stopped until it was just a bad, miserable wow. thing, and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, I hate that place. I'm never going back there again kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I did go back once after it was fine. And then, yeah, like I said, a couple more good days, and I'm like, yeah, I got to spend, you know, more time over here. It's a 15-minute shorter drive. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to do in the in the base town and Waitsfield and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, totally. I, yeah, when you people say, what's your favorite? I'm like, well, you just like with the National Park, yeah, a good weather day or a bad weather day there or you know, the time of year, how crowded it happened to be. You went on a Wednesday or you went on a Saturday. You know, it's going to be more crowded on a Saturday. Same thing is true with skiing. You get a yeah. totally different vibe depending on when you go. So, um, yeah, just, just a long way of saying there's a lot of factors that go into, like, your experience there. So it's you got to be careful when you talk about your favorite places. That's, you know, that's and that's really an interesting point to me. Because I've said the same thing and I've told stories recently like, you know, well, the whole bunch of us from, you know, the East Coast, Scooter, Rob and a few others, we were all out at Black Mountain um, at the end of last season. Um, we were all able to sneak in New Hampshire, do our quarantine thing and everything. And uh, that day was rough. Like for me, they were all staying out there. They went to Cannon. They went to Wildcat. They went to somewhere else. Maybe I don't remember, but we were all doing indie together. So we went to Black yeah. and getting out there it took me like way longer because i was just battling squalls all the way over um we get there there it was the end of their season so half the mountain was closed it was mm-hmm. ruts it was bumps it was crud it was squalls it was rough 
Um, and then for me getting back, it was the same thing on the way back, but I can't, you know, if someone were to say, so what is a bad mountain? I'm like, no, we were just, yeah. we, we still had fun. Number one, cause it was a group, you know, we, none yeah, of us, that was <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, that was the first group outing we've had all season at that point. Um, but I would never hold the mountain accountable for a crappy day. I, I said the same thing about Bolton Valley. I had a bad day up yeah. there once, but that place is incredible. I love that place. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. I would put it right up there with like Killington and other places that might be bigger, yeah. might have more amenities, but it's awesome. Yeah. I, I've gotten irritated with places that look like they have uh, good coverage, but the lifts aren't open, you know, like in Bolton was that happened to me one time where it was like, you know, I'm, I'm stuck to this one lift over here, but that. That looks beautiful over there. What's wrong? Why can't you know? Why isn't that open? It's happened. It happened. I mean, obviously, staffing issues and, and things like that can come sure, into play. Sure. That was like you know, leave a sour taste in my mouth or make me say, "All right, yeah, I, I gave them a chance. I'm going to give somebody else a chance next time." So, yeah, but that's cool too, man. Like I, I'm like you. I would love to hit a lot more places and do plan to. You know, with the indie pass and everything. Like we've. We don't. Um, what What is your thoughts, real quick, before I get into making the point? Because this kind of goes along with it. We were. We've all been talking about, and the media, ski media, has been talking about what's the season going to look like. Do you think it's going to go back to the way it was, or is it just, you know, this is over and we're moving on? I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of encouraged by the number of vaccinations that's given out the last week in in New York. I mean, just thirty thousand, fifty thousand a day. And I'm just like, if we can just get ahead of this. Um, it really could look like a normal season, but with these variants rolling out, and I, I don't know. Um, last year, I, the mountains I skied were all small ones and I it wasn't on a lift line. I did the thing changing on my boat, you know, boats. I, I do that at Stowe all the time. You know, that's not yeah. a big deal to me, right? You know, you, if you're in the Northeast, you're probably going to have change in the booth or in the lodge and stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I real, I'm really curious. And again, I think maybe that pushed me to get in the indie path because there probably is some risk in it. They, things could get bad, sure, but really, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm still kind of hopeful that it's going to be okay. I have a trip to Dallas next month. I'm still thinking that's going to happen. I'd like to get to another football game out in LA or Vegas in November, yeah. December, but I'm not booking anything or playing anything because I'm just going to wait and see what happens first. And then sure. the season is right after that. So yeah, I'm hoping... I only skied four days last year. I'd like to get back up to, you know, 10, 12 days if possible if things look okay, but who knows? Yeah, no, and I agree with you. There, there is the opportunity. I'm playing it optimistic, though. I'm saying no. I'm going. I'm going to call it. Like we're we're good. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also love Las Vegas since you brought it. Since you said it, I just also throw it out there. <laughs> I love that town. I loved living there. Uh, it was a great place, and uh, I suggest anybody goes. And like I said, Lee Canyon's 45 minutes. You can ski it. Uh, Brian Head is three hours. You can get there. The you know, stuff outside of Salt Lake City, six hours. It's a great place to start a ski trip. People don't believe that, but it is. Okay, um, no. so, and uh, I, uh, well, I've also said with, um, since the United States only has its one indoor ski place, and these places have been popular in Europe and Asia for years, mm -hmm. and Big Snow, I think, is proving that it can be popular here. I said guarantee within five years you get one right next to the new Raider Stadium, which is fine. Oh, I like to gamble and ski. I'll do it. Yeah. That, now, speaking of gambling and skiing, you, you said you hadn't, Whistler was the it for Canada. Like you hadn't gotten into Quebec. I have not yet. No, the one I wanted to get to was, um, just outside of Quebec City, uh, La Massif. Okay. Yep. Um, it's one of those weird mountains that like it's close to me here in New York City than it would be from, um, like Boston or something. It's just a weird way you had to drive. It just, I, I forgot what, what 
the, the road problem was with it, but it's just not the easiest place to get to from certain points. Maybe it's an easy flight. I don't know, but it's right. You know, you ski down looking at the St. Lawrence River. It just sounds like a beautiful. Oh, that's cool. I've seen some really nice pictures of it. And I, some of my friends have been to um, what's a big one in outside of Montreal. Uh, I forget. I don't remember them geographically. Yeah. I know I want to get up to Treblon. Yeah, that might be the one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a very popular mountain, but I, yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah I, I want to get up to Treblon, and people keep telling me, you like gambling? Go, because they got a chairlift that goes to the, the casino. I'm like, yeah. that's the greatest deal. <laughs> you know what? There is the best mountain, and that's it. No, that's that's not true. Um, But I'm curious because, you know, you live in New York. I live in Vermont. We have Quebec right there and Ontario, too. People love, like, Blue Mountain, Ontario, mm -hmm. and places in there. Um, these are places I know I want to go. Um, and like you said, over by Quebec City, I know people who have just visited Quebec City um, in the winter. And, man, what what a beautiful city, man. Yeah. It looks amazing. I've only driven through it. I've never actually stopped there. And, yeah, I, I figured by this point I would have. I've been through the Maritimes and stuff, but just – been to you know Montreal for an overnight trip for a hockey game, but had not been to Quebec City. Yeah, that just feels wrong sometimes. Yeah, it, it it looks fantastic. It looks amazing actually, and I'd love to ski around there too. They have good winters up there. They have a few other things. Um, you know what? I think we're gonna do real quick. Um, I remember you sent. I put it out there. It's like if you got a question for Tom, let's ask sure. it. We ended up getting two: the one you sent me and another one. Okay. Um, we'll do the one you sent me first. I just got to find it real quick. Pardon me here. One second here. I'll get it. Go back down. The one from, what is it? At, at adventuring underscore Alina on Instagram, yep. which was, I really do need glasses. Uh, what are your top five ski destinations in the U.S.? So that was kind of like what I asked you the uh, favorite, but yeah, if you had to do a top five. Yeah. So I, yeah. So Stowe would be on that list. Um, White base could be also because again you have the Lake Placid Village there, which is just you know Olympic Village. Um, I skied it not not a ton, but three or four times, and that was one of those places where I felt like I skied really really fast because I was on the you know the Olympic the run use for the uh, the downhill event and uh, just a fun time. But that it's another you you cannot go to the mountain just have a great time at, at Lake Placid. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, it's lovely. When I went, uh, Big Sky, I just loved the vibe of the mountain. Um, just big, beautiful mountain, and it, it was you know it, my birthday's uh, in early February, so I was out there for that that long weekend, like a four or five day trip, and it was just like I felt like I could ski ski all day long and never go on the same trail twice. I just you know, oh nice. look, there's a person over there that's too crowded. I'm gonna you know ski this way and not see anybody you know for like you know fifteen minutes or whatever. It was just so much fun so i really like that that's um, awesome jackson hole was one of those places i never thought because again not being a really advanced skier and i'm not going to do like the but covid strap or whatever that you know yep. but they put a new gondola up they opened up a whole bunch of intermediate territory and it was on that uh one of those mountain passes a couple of years ago and i'm like i'm doing it this year um and i did and jackson hole again another another fun town so nice. uh, i really like that Heavenly two years ago. I mean, I hate, I don't want to say it was the prettiest or the most beautiful, but just skiing down and looking at Lake Tahoe, you know, in, in front of you on a lot of these runs. And I don't know of any other, I can't think of any other mountain I've skied that had so many turnouts. I'm sure it was for the, you know, for the driving roads uh, up to the mountain with the scenic turnouts. And they were using them in the winter for, you know, for gawkers and people that just want to stop and take pictures. 
you know, people out in the Northeast, we just stop in the middle of the trail if we want, want to take pictures. Yeah. He had a whole like areas dedicated for him and there'd be That's a bunch awesome. of people flying down and a bunch of people in the turnouts just taking pictures. And it was just, it was great. So those are some, I think some of my favorites right now. I feel like I should name something else when I'm nice. Uh, Sugarloaf um, is, is a fun mountain with a fun village. Uh, you know, you can take a day off and ski and just wander around town. There's a couple of breweries right there. A couple, you know, the Sugarloaf, I'm not Sugarloaf, um, Shipyard's right over there. So sure, shout sure. out to them. Um, definitely one of my favorites. You know, like we went like two or three years ago and it's like, well, okay, we're definitely coming back next year. Okay, well, maybe not late next year. All right, we're definitely going this year. You know, it, it, it's just one of those, it's, it's far away, but it's just a, a fun, fun mountain. And, you know, when you're driving up to it, there's like nothing else around. You just see this big, massive, uh, thing in front of you, it's a you know pretty cool site. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Some of those places I've never been to. Oh, actually, I don't think I've been to. Any. Like I said, I haven't done anything in the West, and I think you know Sugarloaf is one of those ones that you know it's always been on the radar, haven't hit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson Hole, of course, I do want to go. I, I, I though, like you, I feel like the day I do Corbett's is the day I know. That if I go down, I'm good with not skiing or snowboarding or anything again. Like, I, I'm good with that. Like, I don't want to die doing it, but if I break something, fine. You know, I, I, cause I, and it's way up there. Like, you have to take the tram all the way up first. And it's just like, yeah. I won't be able to breathe. I won't be able to land. So if, if I know I want to go out, that's how I'm going to go out. Like, Get a blaze I, of glory. I, I took the ride up Lone Peak and then I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to ski these bowls, but there was a nice trail looping around and I was. I got some nice pictures and got some nice skiing and, and yeah, so yeah, I got up to the top of Lone Peak or near the top of it, and I, yeah, that that was good enough for me. <laughs> it, it, and it and it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. some of those places out west, I I can't imagine. Wow. Like, and I hear things about like from all the way from Arizona and New Mexico all the way up to Montana is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I see there is a share function on here. If I had pictures ready, I'd probably sharing it with you now, but. Um, Say that for another time. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you got him on your Instagram, go to Tom's Instagram. He'll and you'll see it, and because uh, he's been around, like I said, he and had like he said, you know, telling some great stories, um, and seeing so many places, and you know, it, that is great. And like I said, I'm a big travel guy. Well, I'd like to be a bigger travel guy, especially in the car road tripping and just yeah. hit this place, that place, this place, that place, and maybe not like for days on end, but hit a day here, get back in a car, day there. It'd be really kind of awesome. Now. Speaking of East and West, to segue into our next viewer question, um, comes from Joe A at JJA3 on Instagram. Not sure who he is, where he came from. Not a regular Ski Rex Media interactive person, but whatever. Said, ask him what he would say to get West Coast skiers to ski the East. Oh, that, that is a good question. Um, depending uh, on yeah. where I mean, they have. We have a lot of good breweries here in the east. I know that's a thing a lot of skiers look forward to after a day on the mountains, but you know, there's no <laughs> breweries out west, so that might not do it. Um, uh, we don't have the altitude problem. <laughs> we know, yeah. The, you know, you go, when I went to Breckenridge, one of the things that surprised me was the you know the the, the runs were like you know two to three thousand feet. You know, that's what the big ones are here. I'm like, I could do that you know in the east without getting sick. <laughs> yep. That I mean, that to me is huge. Um, yeah. No, I agree with you. Like, yeah, I, that so, would sell me in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, if you're used to it, maybe it doesn't matter to you anymore. But you probably ski faster and just have you know could ski you know a longer day. So, yeah, there's some really nice resorts in the east. Um, you know, Killington is is great. Jay is great. Stowe's great. Stratton's great. I mean, you can just up and down each state. You can go uh, top to bottom. 
Um, just one, one good mountain after the Sugarloaf, Sunday River. I'm so excited about Saddleback this year. And that's on the Indy Pass. It's great. Uh, yeah, obviously, I can't say you must come here to ski that yet, but um, who knows? Maybe next year I'll, I would be saying that. So I think altitude yeah. would probably be the biggest reason to, for somebody nice. out west to come over here. And just because you can get to a whole bunch of mountains in one trip. And if you come out here for a, a week, you could probably ski three or four mountains pretty comfortably. So if you're looking to build up numbers and just see a different part of the country, skiing would be a good way to do it, I guess. Yeah, that's actually, that's a great answer. Like a lot of people, um, I think would say just to get the difference between the soft stuff and the ice, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's what a lot of Eastern people would say, but I'm with you now. No, screw that. Who cares about the ice altitude? I'm all about it. Yeah. When I was, my, I mentioned before, my job is just outside of DC in Virginia. And when I first worked there, I had actually thought about, you know, like, Hey, you know, could I live down here? I'm like, and I missed the skiing up in the Northeast, but one of the guys in the office, like every year we're out in Colorado. It's a, you know, it's an easy flight from here. You know, I guess it's like, you know, probably four for me, it's like three for them or something like that. Um, sure. So yeah, but they, he doesn't, they don't look to come East. They do look to go West. There is something about skiing out West. That's a, uh, you know, pretty awesome also. So yeah, it, but, it definitely yeah, attracts. You're skiing like the same size mountains, but just at a lower altitude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I that's a good. That's thing. a great. That's a great point. And but the you know the attraction to the west, you know. But again, I think that that also comes from a lot of those. Again, I kind of gave a negative to the jump talk, jump talk video, but all that's where all that stuff is filmed. Like some of it's comes out here, you know, you see Stowe comes up in those places. Killington mm -hmm. comes up in those videos sometimes. Um, And some of those guys live up here, you know, Ian Compton lives about an hour North of me. Um, some of the, the yeah. snowboarder guys all came out of Stratton. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, there's something attractive about the West and everybody tries to get out there. And I do push people to come out here, but then I push people to go to Michigan, you know, Joe, check that out. You know, yeah. I don't know. I've known like one person who's been out there to ski. Yeah. Like yeah. I've been out there. The visit. That comes up every year that you hear like a whole bunch of times. And I can't I forget the name of the one on Lake Superior, Michigan, that people talk about all the time. Um, but another one is a Lustern, a Lustern in Minnesota that I've okay. never heard of before, but also I wish to, and that's on the Indy Pass. I'm like, hey, maybe this is the year I, you know, have <laughs> a ski out there. Who knows? It's worth it, man. Cause the only other thing I ever thought about planning to do, um, in Montana was, um, uh, what is it? It's open during the summer. I'm spacing it, but it's way too high. So, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not seeing that now in Michigan. Yeah, I can't. What's that's all like Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, wow, I can't believe I'm blanking that one too because we were just talking about it, and I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about. Though, and I can't Careful think of it. trails all through trees and stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, but I just heard, a snow off the lake. I've heard that place though is um, it, you you should know what you're doing if you're yeah. going out yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. you should be prepared because they get the ice, they get everything. Yeah. It's 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 like going to Mad River Glen, but mm -hmm. with worse conditions and it's like that's awesome but at the same time if you're not skilled maybe you know plan, plan to your uh, skill set like admit that you're not that great i admit that i'm not that great all the time um i can ski trees and i can ski steeps but i i you know do i have to <laughs> yeah right you know who am i impressing these days i'm not trying to impress girls or anything i'm done with that that's for young guys yeah. the young guys do that yeah. stuff just um fun. yeah just out there having fun 
I love it. I love that you've been everywhere. I love that and it doesn't stop during the winter. You're hitting the, the national parks, even sometimes in the winter. That's fantastic. You're a cross country guy too. So now that's so, 60, yeah. that's 63. That's mountains. That's not like even the cross country stuff you've hit, right? right. Correct. Wow. So yeah. you've got a whole bunch more. <laughs> uh, not, a, not a bunch more. Um, you know, like I mentioned like Sugarloaf before. I skied there cross country. Stowe's cross country I've skied a few times. Like Placid I've skied over there. Killington the cross country center. Uh, Kichi I think I skied. Um, not uh, What's the town over there? The, the really the small quaint town. Uh, what's Woodstock the, is just yeah, that yeah, nice cross country uh, thing over there. So I've, I've done that. Um, you and the Catskills uh, uh, I that could be it, maybe. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, some of the local parks and stuff like that. But yeah, not maybe 10, 15 cross country. Okay. Uh, that's still more than I've done. I, I cross country skied in gym class yeah. only. So. Yeah. No, I did the classic for a while. I got okay doing the skating, but then, you know, haven't really done much of either the last few years. But. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting back into it, trying it. Like I said, I only did it during gym class in high school, but it's such a great workout. It's you feel so good right after it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great skill. I mean, you get your um, upper and lower body and just like everything is just good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, and in around where I live, man, there's there's trails everywhere, not just like at the mountains that have their centers, but then there's the the uh littler hills that that's what they are. They are cross country and then little local rail trails, man. It's cool. Yeah, it's I have a rail trail uh, that they just opened in the spring that's uh yeah, uh, it's like a not even a 10 minute walk. I don't know what it's going to be like in the winter, but if we get a good snow, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. Absolutely. And it's it's a great skill to have anyway for a lot of different reasons. Plus, I'm fairly certain a little bit of that skill can be transferred um, to the uphill stuff. Now, that's become a, you know, in the I mean, it was getting more popular anyway. But the pandemic, everybody went out and bought touring gear. Were you one of yeah. them? No, no, no. But I have. I, I usually leave like, you know, families alone or, you know, just anybody in general. I don't really look to give people advice when I'm, I'm on the mountain. I don't think I'm a great skier, so I'm not in a but I do know enough about cross-country skiing that when I see people trying to pull themselves, pull themselves, pull themselves on a flat area, uh, you know, I tell them, can I just tell you one thing? You know, put your skis at the at the at your heels. Don't and and push. You know, like that's you got to remember. Push. Don't don't pull yourself. If you put your poles out and you're pulling with your arms, you're going to get tired fast and go nowhere. And then as soon as they do it once or twice and they kind of launch themselves a little bit and they get the hang of it, you can you can just see them. Um, it definitely. Definitely uh, helped me with my skiing. In fact, the only reason I got into downhill skiing, I had been doing cross country, and the guy was like, hey, "You're getting pretty good at this. You might even be able to like, get into a few races." But there are hills in in uh, cross country, and you, I could see you don't like going downhill. I'm like, "Well, I'm doing this because I don't like it." I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, you're not going to go in circles all the time. You got to <laughs> you got to take a downhill lesson. That's awesome. Yeah, and and so, but once I got into the downhill, I kind of yeah got away from the cross country and just do it here and there once in a while. That's cool though. Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, it is, it is fun. Like I, like I said, I haven't done it in 20 plus years, but it, it, it is a good time and it is a great skill to learn. It will only improve your skills going back to yeah. Alpine or vice versa. I'm sure. Um, I, like I said, there's a ton of places here with that. And there's like some like down in Woodford, Vermont, down in the Southern place, they have a, an area like people love it. And I'm like, God, I didn't yeah. even know it was there. And I grew up there. One of the books on shelves was a cross country one that you know from the nineties. I actually just threw out a, a season or two ago because it was so outdated. And anything I'd want, I'd look online anyway to see if it was still open or what else. Yeah, 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. You have really done a lot and you're going to keep going. Now, like you said, you plan on doing the small stuff, some big stuff. Do you plan on going out of the country again? Or is that you did Austria and you're done? No, I feel you know, same with you. I kind of like the idea of skiing in South America, but those high um, summits, Ohio base areas just don't do it for me. Japan, I kind of want to ski. Um, I definitely thought about that. I also wanted to see a baseball game in Japan. So I was wondering about like a March or April, you know, what kind of ski baseball trip I could do. Cause you know, Japan's not the easiest place to get to, of course. And if I could do those things in one trip, that would, that, that, that could work. Um, so I kind of would like to do that. I don't know, but, uh, yeah. And there's definitely some skiing in Canada that I, I'd like to do. And, you know, I skied Austria, I skied at, um, you know, Davos, Jacob's Horn or Jacob's Horn, And I would like to ski. Uh, Italy, I'd like to ski Switzerland, you know, yep. well, I'm sorry, ski Oyster, I should say, rather. Um, Scandinavia, I don't, I don't really know if I, yeah, I mean, I'd like to, but yeah, just sure. not, opportunities are limited. So I, if I had to pick and choose, I'm, I'm more eager to ski, I think, some of the mount, mountains out west that I haven't skied yet than to, you know, get back to Europe with, with, the, with the idea of skiing. No, I get, and I get that. that that's, I'm, I'm 100% with you. I'll knock off stuff in the U.S. before I pick travel, especially now, because who knows? Yeah. But Japan, you're right. And now Japan has four indie mountains. So that's kind of awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and there you go. It, it really yeah. is. Shout out to Doug Fish. It really is the greatest pass. I, I, I no, some no. people might disagree. I love it. I don't know. No. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm down for Japan. I've heard that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely down for Japan. If I'm going to go out of the country, that's where I'm going to go. And you're right. There's other stuff to do there. Um, and that, that place just looks great and awesome. Yeah. yeah. You've definitely had quite the career as it were, even though it's not a professional career, you, you've, you can pretty much with those kind of stats stack up to some of the pros and where they've gone and what they've done. I mean, I know some of them, they go do the mountaineering. So they're, way way up and they're going up uh you know everest and these places but all in all man you sound like you've done a lot and you're not done yet and i think that's an awesome thing like you're just going to keep going yeah. man and that, like you're saying that any pass just makes you want to try other things and when i got when i had the other mountains sure i picked out one or two things but um when travel is restricted or you can't really go too far and all of a sudden you find out there's a whole bunch of mountains within say four hours of you that you know easy overnight trip and yeah, it's it definitely makes you want to just explore and see more of it. I mean, yeah, how many mountains are there in Vermont? 15, 17, something like that. I didn't uh, know there was up, up near 40 in New York. And yeah, some of them are going to be much smaller and maybe, you know, not worth a trip on their own. But if I can go to two or three of them over a long weekend or over a few days, yeah, then I, then I might think about it. I really like some of the small ones out here. The yeah, only thing New York past, I'm sorry, what passed last year was at Elk. I'm sorry, not Elk, <laughs> Oak, Oak Mountain in the Low Cat. Uh, um, white the Adirondacks, uh, only like three hours, three, three and a half hours from here, but a beautiful little mountain, friendly little uh, place, great vibe there. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is awesome, you know. Yeah, um, no, so some of those little ones can really be a lot of fun, very charming, and just fun, absolutely. And I, I that's what I tell people, like, oh, but what about the bigger stuff? I'm like, the snow is the same, dude, like, the big place is two miles away, go to the small place, less people, less lines. Sure, all right, if you're a vert counter, you might not get as yeah. much, but mm -hmm. but you might get double the runs with yeah. less people, so yeah. you might get it anyway. But it, you know, like you said, New York has so many, New York actually has the most in the U.S. 
for okay. the states. And, you know, a lot of people think that's surprising. Like, wait, it's not Colorado. It's not Utah. It's not Wyoming. Uh-uh, it's New York State, baby. Come east. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got the Catskills, you got the Adirondacks, and then you have the mountains in the central part of the state. So it's like, yeah, there's a def definitely a few little zones of them. And let, over the last couple of years, I've been trying to spend time in every county in New York State, and I wanted to have something more than just driving through, so a ball game, a national park. And yeah, skiing absolutely counts. So when I looked at all the counties and the 62 of them and the ones I was missing, oh, ski area here, ski area here, ski area. And when the Indy Pest came out and three of them, you know, were in those counties I was missing, I'm like, that's going to be my activity in that, this county. And that's how I you know, picked them this weekend. So that's yeah, awesome. It's a, lot of, a lot of fun. So yeah, good stuff on that Indy Pest. That's great, man. You have done so much. I, you, you're going to be an inspiration to some of us who keep saying, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. And never yep. do it, even though, like, like you said, there's so like I tell people all the time, I'm where I am in Vermont. I have stuff 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whale back 10 minutes, uh, and wow. you know, an hour. So many with that's when I lived in New Jersey to get to the Catskills, it was three and a half hours to get to Hunter. It was three hours to get to the Poconos. Now it's no time at all. So I mm -hmm. should be doing it. And then with Indy Pass, man, they've made it easy. Yeah. If you ever get up to New Hampshire on Indy Pass, if you haven't done Pat's Peak, that's another one I suggest to everybody. That's what I'm missing, yeah. Not that's a I really like that place. Yeah. Um, I really did. It was just a great vibe, not so big, nice small parking lot, so you don't have to walk 10 miles to get your ticket. It's it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a good one. Well, that was awesome, man. Thank you for coming on, man. That's um, Yeah, this is fun. That was such a great, just a bunch of stories and awesome. Cool. Thanks, Tim. No, yeah, it yeah. was a super quick hour. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, a lot of fun, and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man, and this probably won't be the last time. I might call yeah, on you yeah, again yeah. because yeah, maybe you have sounds... on again or something like that. And yeah, <laughs> dude, because we'll get you on one of the group specials with like those PA guys in the Mid Atlantic's. There you go. Yeah, it, it, it'll get wild. It'll get wild. Well, thank you again, Tom. I appreciate it, Tom. He's on Instagram and he's on Twitter. You can find him easy. Um, he's been everywhere and, uh, he'll be out there this winter, just like me. So if you see us, I mean, I'm, well, yeah, I'll, I'll say hi to you and I'm sure Tom's a very nice man. He'll do the same thing. Sure. Excellent. Excellent. Thank right. you very much, sir. And we'll see you on the next one. Yep. See you on the slope. <laughs> so once again, thank you to Tom Thrash for that hour. Um, talking all the stories, talking about traveling, talking about the indie pass and everything else we talked about. Really interesting guy. Um, I'll put links to his social media if you want to see his travels in um, the description in the usual places so you can check him out. Follow him if you're interested. And again, nice guy. If you see us out there, you know, say hi. You know, <laughs> it's not a problem. Um, I'll even, you know what, I'll even get arrogant here. If you want an autograph, I'll give you an autograph. That's fine. I might have stickers. I can definitely give you a sticker. Um, so again, thank you for um, Tom for being on the program. Thank you to you for watching or listening. Hashtag watching. Um, I really, again, hope you enjoyed it. Please, before you go, please subscribe and rate and follow and go to the social media. And I'm going to start plugging the Patreon again, but I want to do some work on it for this season. I haven't gotten to that yet. I want to change a few things, see if we can make that a little bit more interesting or even really learn how to use it. I think I blew that over the last season completely. So be on the lookout for that. SkiRexMedia.com, SkiRexMediaMerchShot.com. Well, I'm really plugging that today. Check all that out. And um, we'll see you next week on the next episode. Um, I'm not sure which one's going to be next. I feel like it's going to be John Hunt. Um, executive director at Whaleback Mountain up here in New Hampshire, the closest ski mountain to Ski Rex Media HQ. Um, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But 
You will know as soon as I know. Have a nice day, have a nice evening, have a nice night or morning, depending on when you're listening or watching. And I will see you out there. Enjoy the, enjoy. Have a good day, everyone. See you later.